Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 116-112 loss to the Detroit Pistons. Riker, the team was back. Most of the players that were out due to health and safety protocols, they returned tonight with exception of OG Ananobi. And still, going up against the worst team in the NBA, we still take the L. What are your initial thoughts, reactions on this one, Riker? And don't say it like that. Don't frame it like against the worst. Don't hit us with the hard, non-disputable facts to begin this one. You got to ease into that disappointment. Ben, I'm going to start off a little bit more positive. Happy St. Patty's Day to anyone. I don't know how you people choose to celebrate this in pandemic and lockdown, but hopefully you're having a little bit more fun than what you would have had in watching tonight's <laughs> Toronto Raptors game. And before we... Before the, the heat of this episode picks up, I'm going to go pure shock value. I'm saying my fandom, it's it's coming full circle. Then I'm being forced by these continual losses against bottom feeder teams to say, maybe I need to reevaluate my favorite team and go back. It's not Walmart hat today, Ben. Oh, it's no. No. Is, is <laughs> grade seven Knicks. Riker back? Is Winter grade eight hat. Riker back? But Ben, it's not just the hat that's heating up. It's not just the hat that's heating up my head. Oh, no. There's also a segment I, that's I feel coming it. up. I feel it. I feel it. Technical foul. Nick Nurse just got a technical foul. We got Sean with... Are we playing it? Are we in? We got Sean with us from urmd.ca he is here what's pulling out your hair sean spit us spit us with the facts here well listen i know you said hey happy saint patrick's day but it's not a happy saint patrick's day this this is this is bad guys this is bad we are one in eight of the last nine we've lost our last six games these guys came back from covid and they look like they had covid um it was it was it was bad and to be honest with you the only shining light is that Powell actually set a record, 43 points with no assists. Um, you know, <laughs> thank God that that happened. Uh, at least we got something out of it. Guys, I'm worried. I'm worried. We're sitting, I don't know where we're sitting right now in the Eastern Conference, but it's not looking good. And the fact that we lost to the Detroit Pistons, I mean, it, it, it's just really bad right now. But the only, the only thing, guys, the only morsel of positivity, of, of, of light, <laughs> of the end of the tunnel is the fact that we can all look at Powell's NBA top shot value and it just skyrocketed. And if you're in this chat right now, go to NBA top shot and buy this man because he, he, his, his, his stock is going up. And I, I think at this point, from a trade value perspective, um, we, we got it. We got to We got to trade him for something, something. Tra I don't know what this, I saw. Trade him right now. His, his <laughs> NBA top shot. We, well, we could trade him for another NBA top shot of Mar Markel Fultz or something like that. Trade him for another highlight on NBA top shot. <laughs> Guys, um, I'm from UrMD, by the way, UrMD.ca. We are a digital health startup here in Canada, and we are helping guys uh, with hair loss treatment. So if you are feel like you're losing hair, we're trying to destigmatize it, uh, come check our website. It's somewhere in the link. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I don't want to wish anybody happy St. Patrick's Day because it's not at one, but Norman Powell, NBA Top Shot. Guys, I'm out. Sean, are you saying... I, I don't know. I think yeah, we need we need clarification. Yeah, we need clarification, Riker. Because are you saying trade him on Top Shot or trade him in real no. life? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let me let me clarify right now. 
I'm saying trade the human being of Norman Powell for a top shot, a highlight, an NBA top shot. Like trade him for an actual uh, digital NFT. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we should trade him for because his value is high. And at some point, uh, you know, we might be able to do something with that cash. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Well, to build off that, and we'll we'll swing it back here, but to build off that, because Norman Powell, he's been a guy that's Zach Lowe came out and said that the whole entire league is basically looking for, for Norman Powell to be, they're inquiring the, to the Toronto Raptors to really trade for Norman Powell. And with these performances, with these level of skills, it's 43 points for Norman Powell. Do you think the Raptors should really make a move for this guy going forward? Ben, you can't be trading Norman Powell after a big output like this. Kyle Lowry is the person that I'm looking at. If he's going two for 13, he's going 0 for 7 from 3. He's the person that had the ball in his hands come clutch time. Now, Sean, there might be people that are actually out there saying not trade him for an NFT, not trade him for top shot, trade him for a real player, trade him for an Andre Drummond, trade him for somebody else because this current assembly is not it this is not the team they're sitting 11th in the east right now they're not even in the play-in tournament for god's sake so i i don't know i think it's a little bit too early to jump ship from norm who's been the one shining light as sean said and again that's sean from yourmd.ca so check out that website and the promo code sean pleasure to have you on board we'll be talking to you again next podcast thanks thanks guys i'm out on this one but i want to i want to throw something in there just as a, a former NBA champion, he might be available, and his name is Jeremy Lin, and that's it. I'm just I'm just putting it in there. <laughs> Listen, we were extremely excited when Jeremy Lin was on the team last year, and that just did not pan out well at all. So I think we can put that to bed as well, that potential trade. I think the most likely thing mm-hmm. now, Ben, is two scenarios, right? We said we're going to reserve hope until, or reserve judgment until we see what happens with this Pistons game. Now, you lose against the Pistons. You lose against the worst team in the East, you've lost against the Minnesota Timberwolves, the worst team in the West, fade for Cade or trade to make a new team. What do you think is more likely to happen? See, the thing about the Toronto Raptors right now is we might unintentionally fade for Cade. And I made a video sort of going against tanking a couple weeks ago. It's saying it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to trade all your assets and be bad for the future. But if this team currently is constructed with clearly a bunch of talent on the roster, because just last season we were really a game away from potentially making the NBA Finals. So it's it's a team that has a lot of good players, but obviously the bench, it's really lacking in the, the cohesion, the lack of center depth. It's, it's clearly not put together right now. So again, if we, we inch closer and closer to the deadline and it's tough to overreact specifically to a game where players have just been off for two and a half weeks, likely in isolation, not working out. They have to get back into their rhythm of things, but still, you're going up against the Detroit Pistons, who are the worst team in the NBA. So if things continue to stumble, we're playing the Utah Jazz, even if we start playing better, we might be in so much of a hole that best case scenario we play the Brooklyn Nets in the first round and that would just be a really messy first round matchup so I think the more likely situation is that the the Raptors end up making they end up making a trade they end up making a trade moving on from Kyle Lowry and seeing seeing what happens Riker uh I don't know what your thoughts are I don't know if the audio cut out there it did. I'm on both audios now. Okay. We're getting some back and forth here. I think I can hear you on both headphones, Ben. What did you say? Yeah, I, I'm thinking more likely we make a trade that 
maybe a Kyle Lowry gets put into maybe as he clearly is a free agent at the end of the season. I don't think Norma Powell will be in a deal because he is such an integral piece to this team going forward. But Kyle Lowry, I don't think he wants to be on a team that's going to be retooling clearly for the next couple of seasons. But mm-hmm. uh, let me know your take on that because... Well, what eventually needs to happen is we need a player better than Pascal Siakam because you were ready to really rip into him after this one. Mm-hmm. Before we started the podcast, you said he just looks bad. He doesn't even look like an NBA player out there, which it's hard to argue with you now. We've been delaying and delaying and delaying our true criticisms of him to say, all right, this just didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he's just not a number one option. And Fred Van Vliet is not a number one option. And Norm Powell is not there yet. I mean, he just came off the bench from last season to now be, he came off the bench from this season to become a starter, to become a consistent 20 point guy, to now be a guy that we're saying maybe he's going to be the best player of this season. I mean, that's not a team that's yeah. going to make a deep playoff push. So eventually what needs to happen is, you know, or immediate trade Lowry for as many young assets that you can flip into maybe one big piece where you can flip into a couple of picks because we need a player that is of Kawhi Leonard mentality or DeMar DeRozan at least willing to be the guy that's going to make shots consistently obviously didn't work out come playoff time because of LeBron James Mm -hmm. but he was still the guy he was the man he had that attitude right Pascal Siakam doesn't have that attitude Van Vliet has that attitude he's just too small to get it done so yeah. I, I think I think Kyle Lowry, he's going to be flipped or else it's got to be a tanking season. Yeah, and, and Fred has the attitude, the closing attitude, but he's not really a, an A1 a option just yet. He's not at that level of play. He's too inconsistent specifically with his three-point shot. If you're that size, you need to be able to knock those shots down. Actually, I'm going to keep it on the main. If you guys want to see a trade happen, see something happen at all, subscribe to the channel. We're on the road to 20K subscribers. Hop into the like section because it really helps us out. Plugging that in the middle here. Everyone in the chat, we're going to get get to you guys now at the, the end. I see a lot of people looking to trade things. I see one Lowry for Thompson. Not that type of deal, but certainly if we're moving on from Lowry, getting a bunch of assets, getting a bunch of, of picks, something that will help us in the future. And again, I don't think we move on from Norman Powell as both of those guys are free agents. I think the team with Fred, a core of Fred, Norm, OG, Siakam, Boucher, that's a great core going forward. But you you said it, Riker, we need that other piece. And whether it comes as a top draft pick, whether it comes as really internal growth or getting assets so that you can make a bigger trade in the future, those are all things Masai Ujiri has to plan for. And Kyle Lowry tonight really just didn't look engaged. And he's looked very frustrated over the past few games and it makes sense as obviously there's not a lot of players on the roster that are at his level or at the level of the guys that have been around him in the past couple of seasons. And again tonight, just there was one possession where he drove into the lane, kicked it out to Aaron Baines for an open corner three, and then Baines missed it. Lowry got the offensive rebound, got fouled, and he was he threw the ball down and he was about to lay right into Baines. And then he probably realized he was on national TV, so he held back. But you can see the frustration oozing out, so... Again, if we're not, if the season looks like a lost cause, it doesn't make sense to keep Kyle Lowry. He'll probably move on in the offseason regardless. Obviously, you and I, we think that Kyle Lowry is an asset in terms of making our team better right now. But clearly, at his age, while he still has value, it's probably the smarter move to, in the long term, to get value back for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, you want to get back. Lowry, you want to get value back. Everybody who's watching now also put the players you think the Raptors could receive in a trade package into the comment section because that's what I'm more interested to hear is not who mm-hmm. we should trade, 
who we should trade for who yeah. are we getting in return because ben and i know as much as you guys do in terms of who's out there who we could maybe target you know we've broke it down this entire sort of period leading up to the trade deadline but we just don't know what's going to happen the the more the most tangible deal is the kelly olenic Gorn Drogic, Kendrick Nunn, and none of those guys are necessarily young. None are players that you're going to build around for the future. So it's not the best deal. I think you could get more for Lowry. Ben, you're absolutely right in your assessment. He just doesn't make plays that help a losing team win. He helps plays, or he does, he creates plays to help a winning team win. That Brooklyn mm -hmm. Nets game where they had a full team and then Kevin Durant started and then he had to leave again, but it was still super competitive. And then he iced the game with some clutch threes. That's Kyle Lowry. That's the Kyle Lowry mentality. But when he's on this team, that's down 15, 20 points against the Pistons. I don't know if it was ever down that much. He just, his attitude just doesn't help. It doesn't translate to anything positive on the court in my opinion. Yeah, and the reason we got out of that rebuild, because you look at a guy like DeMar DeRozan, he's a floor raiser right? DeMar DeRozan keeps your team from being really bad, and he's the guy mm. that really dragged us out of the mud, but Kyle Lowry is your ceiling raiser, right? He he just optimize, maximizes where you could potentially go, so again, if this team is just struggling, it's not put together to be a great team, we're going to fall down in the standings, and Lowry's really not that guy to keep you out of there. He's a guy that keeps you in the chances for beating a Brooklyn Nets, a Sixers, if you have the team around him, but currently... It's just not working out, even though Norman Powell, as we mentioned, has been a beast. Uh, Chris Boucher, he started tonight 21 points. He's been a monster for this roster, been super underrated. Someone mentioned that uh, Norman Powell might be the ninth player ever to have like 50, 40, 90 shooting splits. So he's been super efficient. So shout out Norman Powell, shout out Boucher. We need Siakam Fred to really bounce back, be more consistent. But Riker, we want to get more into the, the, the chat, see what people are saying. So we're going to quickly go through the segments tonight. The Spicy P-Lay of the Day. Sponsor, Riker, is the Spicy P-Lay sponsored a lot. Riker sounded off here. This is the first official one, and I'm going to flash it. I'm putting it up onto the screen here, and I have a strategy, Ben. I'm going to hit my little hot sauce dab every time we do this segment, as I explain. It's called Jungle Spice Roja. Promo code we the North. I'll pop the the link, the website, all that down to the comment section. This guy, it's a Toronto-based company. He literally goes to Peru to source these peppers. It's super local. It's a really good hot sauce. Then what do you have for the spicy pile while I hit a dab of this hot sauce? Well, the spicy pile it start it, the this one play starts with the spicy pile because it's down the stretch. It's Norman Powell. He got an and one three to put us right back into the game. It looked like a lost cause throughout the whole time. Then Norman Powell gave us hope. Again, phenomenal performance. I can't speak highly enough of this guy how he played tonight. Hit an and one three to splash it home. But then we swing it straight into the OG's Riker where he misses a free throw at the very end of the game. And people are saying Norman Powell's not clutch in these sorts of things because he's missed free throws in the previous game and this one. It's way too small of a sample size to really throw a guy under the bus and say he doesn't have the clutch gene. That's Skip Bayless talk right there. But it again, it does make you so say OGs oh, when he misses them, especially where he is such a good free throw shooter, such an efficient guy. But I don't know. Norman Powell, he, he was the reason we stayed in it. And unfortunately, that free throw really knocked us out of it. But there's a, a bunch more OGs. Lowry missing an open three to really bring us back into it. Uh, DeLon Wright coming down and just having his revenge game against the Toronto Raptors. He he really made me say OGs. Oh, Any other ones in mind, Riker? 
No, that's it. And play the Damari Carroll Gold Star because I just want to brush through this and go to the final segment because people have been giving a ton of trades, trade proposals. So my Gold Star, it's to all of the returning players tonight, Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. Who else came back? Did anybody come back? It was maybe just those two guys. I mean, technically, Malachi and McCullough came back as well. but Okay, there you go. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, as we mentioned, gold stars all around, everyone except for Norm. And somebody said, stop wearing the Knicks hat. Um... <laughs> Riker's home, guys. He's been living in Ontario for the past four or five years, however long it's been. He's going back to his childhood days as a Knicks fan. Diehard Raptors Digest fans will know, but... But listen, I'm seeing Tingus Pingus in the in the comment section. I'm seeing John Collins. I'm seeing a bunch of players. So play the final segment. You... Yeah, let's run that last. Let's swing it straight into the alarm. That's right, guys. The final alarm has gone off. We've already gotten some of your takes, but we want to hear it all right now. It's a wild time to be a Raptors fan. Trade deadlines coming up. Who do you want to see? We've seen. Tingus Pingus thrown out a lot, Riker. I think someone called him Stinky Pinky. I don't know if that's a <laughs> if that's a name he he could have going forward. But you interested in getting Tingus Pingus? Yes. <laughs> Just straight up, you want Stinky Pinky on the team? <laughs> I want Stinky Pinky. <laughs> that trade with Lowry in a deal that I don't think that's ever going to happen. Somebody said and. Um... And somebody was shouting out for us to talk about Norman Powell's splits. He was 40, he was 50%, 40%, and 90%. So that's the TYT. But the most reasonable one is Maxi, Tybull, and a pick. So I, I'm high on Przingis, but if we're talking about just trades for Lowry, that's not going to be the trade. Yeah. No, it's a, it's wishful thinking, but who knows? Maybe the Mavericks are really high on him. Maybe. The crazy thing here, and I know we, we want to. I don't want. I want to take stuff from the chat, but would you trade Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell for Tingus Pingus? No, <laughs> because both of them are free agents. That would get You'd it have done. To think about that it. would get You'd it have done. Have to think about it, yeah. wouldn't you? You'd yeah. have to think about it. Let me. Yeah, let us know in the chat because that's just something that came into my mind. I don't know. Trade high on Norman Powell. Maybe you could get. Hardaway Jr. back or something. I don't know how the cap situation would work, but that's an interesting thing. Someone said sign Boogie Riker. Oh, yeah, but he's going to be bought out, and he's going to go to a winning team, not the 11th-seeded team in the East. Yeah, yeah. that's It's unrealistic now to really see these bought-out players. Would you trade for LaMarcus Aldridge? I saw his name in here once. No. Nope. Too old and slow. Yeah, and he's got a big contract, so we'd have to match that. It would be messy. One player that I also saw... JaVale McGee. Apparently the Raptors have expressed interest in JaVale along with the Celtics and some other team. He's obviously on the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. So would you be interested in a trade with JaVale McGee? They just brought in Jared Allen. Lord knows what they're doing with Andre Drummond. Any any thoughts on him? Yeah, you'd trade away a couple of guards for him. You'd trade away Stanley Johnson and Terrence Davis, for example. I don't I wouldn't lose any sleep if that was the trade package. Yeah, it's a, a TD. I'm still, I still got hope for TD. I still think it can be good, but again, yeah, he's a DNP to coach's decision tonight. So unless he his ankles flared up or something, but yeah, it's a Javale McGee would be a nice fit. I think especially if we win the next couple games, it would be good for us to trade him and see what happens. But uh, let's see, let's see, Hassan Whiteside Riker. 
that one's all right, but we we pointed out a ton of times why if you're looking at centers, you can get better. You can get better in the pick and roll defense department. You can get better. He people like him because you're like, oh, he has decent amount of blocks per game, and he was one point NBA shot block leader. But really, you watch his game, he's not the guy that you want on the team. Sign Chris Bosh. Trade for Demar. Trade for Lowry. Lowry for DeRozan. There would be just zero point in doing that regardless. I had a theory. I don't know. I heard a theory. I kind of rolled with it. I don't know if it was you who said it, Riker, but I could see the Pistons just deciding with Dwayne Casey there, say, hey, let's trade for uh, sign Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan in the offseason. Get the band back together. Was it you who said that? I, I did say that. And I've seen an interesting thing that Ibaka is being underutilized in LA. And you look at a stat sheet of this year, he actually is very much so, even though he's in the starting lineup for that team, mm-hmm. he's not getting the same shots that he did. He's not getting the same love that he got when he was on the Raptors. I wouldn't, I, well, obviously we'd love to get that man back, but I, you could see that maybe Ibaka next season after he becomes a free agent, Kyle Lowry, maybe he signs a short-term deal. DeMar DeRozan maybe signs a short-term deal. Just re-manifest the team. Re-manifest the 2018 Raptors, that that culture squad. Uh, Utah for Embiid? (laughs) I see somebody said the Detroit Raptors. (laughs) I I think that Dwayne Casey has more wins than losses against the Raptors, which is just Oh, he kills us. The first year, apparently, I look back at it, because when we lost them a couple weeks ago, had to do my research but apparently it was tied it was tied the the casey swept us the first year of the championship season the nurse came back and said no 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 mr casey and uh took him out last season so it was three and three and then casey has come back this year so i guess it's it's gonna be fate that we lose every game this season the next year we bounce back for a big season maybe if we get swept by the pistons we win the championship maybe that's the correlation right there i don't know how that math would work out Keep Norman Powell. Would you want to see uh, Norman Powell kept? <laughs> kept? <laughs> sure. Here's the thing. you got to think of teams that have gone through these really disappointing stretches, right? Or even the Dallas Mavericks, who's probably the best example of having a championship season and then being mm-hmm. mediocre and then kind of finding your way back up. So I think that the Raptors could find themselves positioned similarly, but they need to make a move with the players while they still have value, i.e. Kyle Lowry or Norman Powell. And so I don't know if that Norman Powell's the move. I would say that that would be very unlikely. But Kyle Lowry, you know, not that he trade, maybe the 76ers trade, maybe just some obscure trade and get back a bunch of guys, like four guys. Like the Rudy Gay deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's one thing I was envisioning with a Lowry move just during this game because – We've been on the fence. We, we've obviously said it makes sense if we, we're going nowhere this year to move Lowry. You don't want to just let him walk in the offseason. But especially where he does look frustrated with this roster right now, I don't know if he'd actually come out and ask for a trade. But if you can get pieces, if you can get bodies, then we, we got to build this team long term before making moves. But uh, I've seen a bunch of names. We'll, we'll rapid fire through a few. Mitchell Robinson from the Knicks? No, he's not getting traded. He's yeah. also injured right now, I think. Yeah, he's just coming back. He's on the on the outs for uh for uh the Knicks right now. I picked him up in fantasy, hoping he bounces back soon. Uh, I saw yeah Mitchell Robinson there, D'Angelo from the T Wolves. 
Now they are saying, and shout out to Tiger's Milk is in the comment section. Hey. I've been just spooning down the hot sauce here. <laughs> <laughs> um, supposedly, the Timberwolves are looking to make big moves. One, namely involving a cat straight up for James Wiseman so that they can put two young budding players in um what's edwards. his name anthony mm-hmm. yeah anthony edwards and james wiseman together now i don't know how that will work with contracts but everybody is saying that timberwolves might be a fire sale soon just because of how bad yep. they are man if we could get cat cat on this roster what do you think would have to give up would you give up lowry and norm for cat yeah yeah i think you do that one obviously tingus pingus it's a tougher decision it's more thought out but cat even though i don't even know if he's it's probably at equal establishedness as Kristaps and probably has the same injury history. It's just the potential for that guy is astronomical. So if we could get him, pair him with Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, that's a, that's a squad. That's a guy right there we could pick up. Yeah, you'd have to do it. You would do that trade. You would have to do it. And because think about it. Think about the, the free agency market this year. Aaron Baines was a guy that we said before the season started, you want to look at him. Christian Wood was another mm-hmm. fish that was in the pond. Montrez Harrell, it was probably destined to go to LA, but we had our radar on those guys, yep. right? Now, if you're Masai Jerry in 2020 hindsight or hindsight 2020, you don't give any money to Aaron Baines. Maybe you don't even give an offer to Boucher. You give all that money to Christian Wood. Now, all of a sudden, you've won a sleeper free agent, and you have six guys that are already pretty good on the team, plus yep. a good development in G League and Malachi Flynn. You're not a bad team anymore, right? So I don't know. It's obviously not going to happen that the Raptors land Carl Anthony Towns. But even if you trade away Kyle and Norm, you could do something with free agency and become a good team. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. And I guess the, the last name we'll look at, Miles Turner. Oh, yeah. You'd love to have Miles Turner on the team. But again, to trade for him, it's a guard heavy, extremely You're not giving up team. Norm. Because that was the no. talk earlier in the season. No norm for Miles Turner deals for me. But why would they accept it? Two holidays, Brogdon. Norman Powell, they'd accept. Now. They'd have to accept Norman Powell. This guy is too much of a beast. And they have Sabonis and Turner playing the center position. They're both dinosaurs. They're both, you know, they, you can't run a two-center lineup. But Riker, we're running pretty long. Appreciate the activity in the chat. We're going to be having a lot of videos coming out over the, the next couple of days. Sneak it. I'm going to sneak a little plug. We, uh... We had our writer Josh, and I guess our, he's on YouTube now, so he's not just a writer. He's he's everything with the Raptors Digest, but he went down Toronto, interviewed a few people, so that video's coming tomorrow. Definitely check that out. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening. Riker's back to his grade seven self, cheering for the the Knicks at least for tonight, while he's while he's sad, while he's back home. But you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Check out the TikTok. The RaptorsDigest.ca. Everything Raptors Digest. Check it out. Riker, do you have any last words? I don't. <laughs> I don't have any last words, Ben. 